Thank you for choosing to listen to this message. At Coastal, we believe in changing and enriching lives through the power of the Word. We pray that this message would be a blessing to you. Just to say we're going to do the uh, Gospel of John in a setting like this. And so we enter this, I might say, with much fear and trembling as to how this will work, okay? Um, our usual commitment in, in here is that we will read the entire text. That is, the, if, you, if we finish this together, uh, that means we will have read the entire, every word uh, in English of, of the Gospel of John inside the time that we work on it, okay? Um, so that's a commitment we've had uh, from the beginning um, and it, if that needs to be changed, obviously we will change that. Um, but uh, so uh, I just wanted to say that I enter this with fear and trembling, uh, simply by the enorm- enormity of uh, the vo- uh, volume of the text itself, and then secondly of its content, which is, this is probably one of the most profound books that was ever written by a human hand. Um, and I, I, I know most of us believe it was written by God you know, guiding the, the, the work. I understand that, okay, uh, but it is very... Uh, Joan, what do you got? Okay. Hopefully these papers will become clear and somewhat, okay? Are we good? Let's begin this journey uh, with a word of prayer. Nancy, where are you? Would you do that, Nancy? Amen. Amen. And so with that, we shall begin. You have two papers in front of you. One is a lesson plan. That's the prologue. If you identify that's our lesson plan for tonight, uh, we'll get to that. The other is uh, material on the introduction to the Gospel of John. And it's a hodgepodge there. If you're looking at it, it's a hodgepodge. Um, And what we usually focus on when we uh, do a study of the Gospel of John is how different it is than the other Gospels. Uh, Mark, Matthew, and Luke. We usually call those uh, synoptics, meaning they are similar. Uh, And so if if I slip off into using that language, um, if you need to correct me on that, that's fine. But but the idea is uh, we compare John with the synoptics, what they have in common and what they have that's different. And by d- doing that, what we are emphasizing then is learning the particular place that John has in the early church and the informa- particular information that he has about Jesus Christ that needs to be shared with the early church and, of course, obviously, uh, with us. And so uh, that's, that's all a part of our reading. For instance, how many of you think that Jesus had a three-year ministry? Hey, oh, here. 
let me say, this is interactive. <laughs> so, and uh, they're, the only foolish question you have is the one you don't ask. And uh, the reason I invite those, because I know if people are asking questions, they are learning more by asking the question than not asking it. Okay, so feel free to do that. Uh, and we'll do that as best we have. If we need to do something about that, hold that down. I, I doubt we will, but if we do, we will. Okay, so uh, let, let me invite you. Okay, how many of you believe that Jesus had a three-year ministry? Well, how do you know that? The book of John. You wouldn't have that information. If you were just reading the synoptics, all you could make is one year in the ministry of Jesus. That's all you can make. I mean, you do something else. You can read stuff in there, but I'm telling you, you can't get it out of there. Uh, but you, we know that because John has, has three visits, uh, the Passover to Jerusalem by Jesus. And so we know it was at least a three-year ministry and possibly more. Okay? Yeah. All right. Hey, that's the problem with language, okay? We gotta, we'll work on that, Jerry. We'll work on that, all right? We'll work on that. Uh, so uh, the, the, the first thing on the uh, left side of, of this uh, Gospel of John is the signs in the Gospel of John. There are only seven miracles of Jesus in the Gospel of John. Where, say, say for instance, Mark, you have Jesus going here and doing that. You have Jesus going there and doing that. I mean, he's just busy. And one of the main words is in Mark is immediate. Immediately, Jesus goes here, and immediately he does that. It's just it's just part of of his of his language and what he does. Um, but in John, he doesn't seem to be in a hurry, and he does very uh, just very few of the miracles are recorded. And there's only one that is in the synoptics and in John, and that is the feeding of the 5,000. Is the only sign or miracle of Jesus that we have. You can contemplate walking on the water, but that's a little bit different, okay? Uh, so it, what you have here is you have listed, and John is very careful, of course, picking, selecting the sign that he wants uh, to betray uh, and, and tell us about Jesus, okay? He's very picky about how he does that. So we, we wind up with seven, all right? Old Testament reference, that's the next thing underneath there. Matthew have 124 Old Testament reference in his book. Luke, 109. Mark, 70. But when you get to John, there's only 27 Old Testament references. And we'd expect really actually to have more. At least I do. I, you know, just my general understanding. And I can, you'd expect to be a lot. No, no. Uh, it, it, he, he doesn't reference the Old Testament a lot. You'd expect a lot in Matthew because he's portraying Jesus as the Jewish Messiah and, and all the references that have to do with that. Okay? Now. Next thing on the top of the right-hand uh, side of that page is the things John leaves out. Th the, yeah. Things John is not concerned uh, that he convey about Jesus Christ. First thing, his birth. There's not a word about the birth of Jesus in this. 
God manned Jesus Christ gets here immediately. He doesn't, you know, in other words, he doesn't have a lot of introduction as to how he gets here. He just gets here. There he is. What are you going to do with him? There's Jesus. What are you going to do with him? Baptism. Now, while it tells us, you know, it gives you uh, close to the scene, the baptism of Jesus is not in John. Okay? Obviously, it says that he got baptized, and I can, but it's not there. Okay? We don't have that great passage where the Holy Spirit comes down and said, this is my beloved son, whom I am well pleased. You don't have that. John leaves that out. Temptation. John doesn't have that. For John, that's not that important. If, if it is important, he, you've already got it in the synoptics. I don't need to go over it. I don't know if that w- was in his thinking or not. I don't know. The Last Supper, this one I know. And, but when we, when, we, when we go over this now, well, I know the first thing you want to say, well, wait, the shirt's it. No, it's not. They have a dinner together. But what is that dinner and there, at, at that dinner, there is no communion started by Jesus in the Gospel of John, no. What you have in, in, uh, in John, the 13th chapter, what you have is foot washing. Takes the place of uh, doing the Lord's Supper or communion. Uh, so I, I mean, he throws us off, okay? This is what, I guess there, there's no Gethsemane. You know, I, I love hearing that preached on and love preaching on it myself, you know. There at the last moment, you know, crunch time, bad things coming. What are you going to do about it? I love, no, we don't have that. That's all. The ascension, no. Here's a whomper here. No casting out demons. Not one. Ah, I know. And all the parable stories, where are they? I don't know. Must be in Mark. Must be in Luke's got him, boy. He's got him. Yeah. So, all right. So, I, I just wanted to get, get you a feel. How do we learn about John? We learn by comparison, comparing him uh, with the synoptics, what, what he has and what he does not have with him. Okay? And that's what we, we'll work on. All right? And uh, now, the I am statement. How many of you love those, huh? Oh, I just love those. Hey. They, they trigger me uh, right off. Um, if you uh, want a reference to this, okay, the Exodus, third chapter, verse 14, we will not turn to that unless you really want to, to read it, uh, is where the first, what we consider to be the I am statement, but was in a different language, uh, was in Hebrew, and uh, Moses wants to know who God is that's speaking to him out of the bush, and uh, God says, I am who I am. And something else. I, I, I can't imagine being a Hebrew scholar and trying to translate that. I just, I just, uh, but, but, it, but it, he exists. He himself exists within himself. He needs nothing else. Thank you for getting that. Thank you. He needs nothing else to be. He, because he is being itself. I, which I love using that language, but we got to watch, not try to be too. All right, okay, good. All right, so we have all the I am statements. Now, we, use, we, 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 we know John loves numbers. He loves number seven, because number seven is complete, okay? So I got down <clears throat> seven I am statements, all right? And, and then, 
And if I'm technical, we'll say that's all there is, the seven I am statements, okay? But then there's that one last I am statement that I cannot overlook. So there's eight of them. <laughs> now, I even checked the language on this, okay? I even checked the language on this, and it's just go, ego, me. It's uh, ego, I, you know, ego, where it's a psychology, okay. Ego, I, and me, am, you know, and... Uh, it's, it's, it's at the arrest. It's in the, if you want to make a note of this, it's the eighth chapter and verse 18. The, the other seven are in there, okay? And they, they come to, oh, I love this story, Pastor. I don't know. Here they come to arrest Jesus, okay? It's in the dark. They got torches, I assume. I don't know. They didn't have a coil lantern, I don't think. But they had torches and that kind of thing, so... And they had to have somebody tell them who Jesus is because you can't pick him out in the dark. He looks like everybody else. See? So they had to have Judas to, to kiss him and said, that's the man right there. Okay. And they said, we're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus says, I am. And they just fall down flat. <laughs> I just wipes them out. <laughs> wipes them out. So they get up and they say, we're looking for Jesus. He said, I am. They fall down and fight again. <laughs> I can't leave that out. I just love that. You know, because in the face of being itself, you, you, you just can't stand against that in the face of being itself. Okay, but uh, that, that's the kind of thing we're going to, uh, to deal with. And Okay, the last one on there is the bottom on the page right column. Yeah, by the way, there's, there is a sin that you can do that is so easy to do here, and that is to talk about John and not read John, okay? So we, <laughs> we need to get over there and read John. We will, okay, after this, okay? The use of the personal name of Jesus. Uh, you know, many people think Jesus' name is Christ, but it's not. That is not a name that is a title, and and so uh, it, you can you if you know if you say Christ, I understand what you're talking about, okay. But the personal name of Jesus in Mark, he calls Jesus Jesus thirteen times in the uh, Gospel of Mark. In Luke, he's referred to Jesus is referred to by the name personal name of Jesus. What is it? Thirty eight times. In Matthew, he's referred to as 151 times as Jesus, but in John, and you wouldn't expect it. I mean, I just don't expect that in, in John, you know, because we, we, we think, you know, he's really mostly portrayed as God in, in John. But what, what, 247 times in the book of John, he's referred to as Jesus. This is what I think. And you should form some opinions along the way, okay? What I think is John wants us looking into the face of Jesus, the man, all the time so that we might get some idea that God has appeared in human form. Okay, now that's what, that's what I think John is doing, that he was familiar with Jesus, the man, and he wants us to continue to, to look in the face of him, okay? 
Now, that's, that's the starting of an introduction uh, to John. You should you keep that paper okay and uh, refer to it and uh, just let it soak into you. Much of this, uh, we're, we're going to be speaking uh, in terms for you just to learn, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. You should learn, okay? But it's only later that very often the Spirit will use these things to really uh, help you along in life and, and give you uh, uh, some real strength when, when you need it. Now, the, uh, the thing of it is, when we, when we look at the Gospels, what, what we're going to ask is, is it a portrait or is it a photograph? So here's, here's what I like to do. I like to think that Mark is probably a photograph and John is a portrait. Okay. What's the best? Um, I can't say. Okay, but you'll, you'll be making a lot of decisions there. Okay. Let's begin. Oh, remember, we're using the most simplest Greek language there is, okay? The most simplest words, and they will be so profound when they're put together by John, okay? All right, let's, uh, we're going to do the prologue. We're, well, we're going to try and get that done tonight. Uh, the the uh, prologue, which is the first 18 verses, it could have been a hymn that the early followers of Jesus Christ knew to sing. It could have been, okay? Uh, so uh, the first 18 verses uh, is what we call prologue to the book. Going to introduce us to... He's going to tell us what he's going to tell us, okay, in in the book. All right, let us begin. In the beginning was the Word. Now, he introduces here the idea of the logos. Logos, logos is what he introduces here. Uh, uh, That is, John does. In the beginning. Now, obviously, what does that sound like? In the beginning. I'm sorry? In the beginning? Genesis. Yeah. And John's doing that with us. He's, he's, he's saying, in the beginning, just like the beginning of the book of Genesis, where you have the creation of everything as we know it. In the beginning, and, and what was in the beginning? The logos, the word, the word. Yeah, Amen. Word was in the beginning. And the word was with God. So the word is before anything else is created. The word is not created. The word was. Was, period. Okay. And the word was God. There you go. He was with God in the beginning. And so now you got the idea of beginning and you got the pre-existent Jesus Christ with God. Amen? He was God. Oh, there you go. Now it's starting to make a little more sense. At least it is to me, make a little more sense. He was God in the beginning. So there never was a time he wasn't God. He was God. 
<laughs> and he was in the beginning before there was a beginning. That's him, okay? Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. There you go. So go ahead, Daryl. Face to face. Yes, and a sense of equality. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. But they haven't quite put that together as, we'll say, uh, the early church hadn't quite got that together yet. Yeah, that's not really been wrestled out. Here is, here is John. He's putting it together. Amen. Yeah, amen. He's putting it together. <clears throat> Things were made without him. Nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and the life was light of mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now, we're going we're gonna to come back and uh, talk about that. I, I want to read to you out of uh, Colossians uh, how Paul says that same thing that we, that we read there, okay? And I actually love this. Uh, I think I can find it fairly easily here. He is the image of God, the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, things in heaven, things on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, rulers, authorities. All things were created by him and for him and is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Uh, that's... Uh, Colossians 1, 15 and following. Colossians 1, 15 and following. Um, I actually uh, in, enjoy that kind of, uh, I know it's just, it's just astounding use of the words themselves, let alone the, the meaning that they convey. And I think that Paul's saying the same thing, he come to the same conclusion that John has come to about Jesus Christ that this was God and nothing else other than God, and uh, he is the product. Uh, he is the one who produced all that you see, and um, not only did he produce it, it was produced for him. Yeah, that, that's a little bit harder to take in, not part necessarily of our uh, discussion here. And in him was... Life, and life was the light of all men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This is the kind of language John loves. He loves to talk about opposites, light and dark. He loves to talk about that. But here, his, his life is the light of men. Um, and, and the darkness... Why can't the darkness overtake this light? Let's, let's do a little, just a, a short physics lesson, okay? It'll have to be short, that's all I know. 
Terrence? Oh, yeah, and also, uh, you're, you're still left with the definition for darkness. Go ahead, go ahead, Joey. See, there's no such thing as dark. There's a condition we call dark, but there's no such thing as dark. It, it just doesn't exist. It's the absence of light. So if the light decides to shine over there, it, it, it can't like resist it. Oh, wait, wait. It can't do that. Why can't it do that? It doesn't exist. There's nothing there. It can't do that. And he, will, he loves this. He loves doing this stuff. John does. He and, and darkness is, is known, what, is, what does darkness mean? Well, of course, without Jesus. I mean, that's the obvious here, amen? Without Jesus. Fear? Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm in. Put me down for that, okay? Yeah. Uh, it will also speak of not knowing. He, again, John loves this stuff. He, he'll tell us when Nicodemus comes to Jesus, how, well, how do, when does he come to Jesus? At night. He tells us what? Nicodemus is in the dark. What does that mean? He's without Jesus. And so he'll use this as Comprehension. Uh, John will, we'll, and we'll have fun with this as we, as we go through these things, okay? Uh, so, uh, and what, what was his life? His life was the light of all mankind. Amen. Amen. It's been some time ago now, I don't know what happened to the music in this church, but we was all singing. Well, no, we wasn't all singing. And somebody broke out, and I saw the light. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Everybody in here, I saw the light. I love that stuff. Boy, was I singing. I, Terrence, I was letting her, I'm belting her out back there, I'm telling you. Me and Terrence get together. I'll sing with, around Terrence, okay, because he, he'll go ahead and sing and help me a little bit better on key. You know, but anyway. All right. But, but I saw the light. Meaning what? I understand. I'm comprehending Jesus. I'm no longer in the dark. Okay, amen. So, uh, and the light shines. Yeah. Oh. John wants to tell you that his world is more real than your world. And he'll, yeah, yeah, and you're, Who's saying yes over here? I can't. <laughs> I want to agree with you. I want to find out who I agree with. You. I'm sorry, what? Did you say? Okay. Uh, he, he thinks his world is more real than yours. And I, I think he's right. When I, when I first was touched by the Lordship of Jesus Christ, I was. I knew I'd have to make some changes in my life. One of the things I 
knew I had to straighten up my language, you know. I'm like pastor here. I had some language difficulties. So, so I had to do, so I, I knew I had to do that. The other thing I needed to do was quit smoking. And I, I, I quit smoking for religious reasons, but I stay quit because of health reasons now, which I didn't, but I didn't have that then. And so I, I've, I got a little book of John is about that big, about the size of a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> and I put that in my shirt pocket. And every time I, but I'd read John, and I cannot tell you what a blessing that is been for my life over the years. And it's because his world is more real than the world I was living in. And I, and I know that down deep in, in my heart now, that, that he moved me. John is moving me with the words of Jesus. And yes, and, and, it, and it was really a blessing uh, for me. But he, he, and, and he, he, when you read John, you'll know more than anybody other character in the, have you don't said about John? I did. Uh, when you read John, you actually know more than the other characters know. And they're, they, they're, they're characters in, in the plot. Uh, and you'll know more than they know. Okay, I'm moving on. I move on. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and, and so you, like, like the woman at the well, you know, you, you, you learn a lot about her. But you know more about it than, than she does, okay? Because she's still trying to worship on this mountain. And you, okay, I'm just saying, and that's, but that's his world, Okay. And you'll know more than you think you do when you read the book of read the book of John, uh, and, and you're supposed to. You know, you're supposed to know more. You got the insight that they don't have. Okay, and you'll wonder why are they so stupid. <laughs> yeah, you will. And then after a while, you say, "Oh my gosh, that's me." <laughs> you that's that's what'll happen to you. That's what that's what'll happen to you. And you realize, okay. Um, so let me see. Oh, in in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And in the the Hebrew is Elohim. In Genesis, it's Elohim that is there. Here in John, it is uh, the Logos that is there. And uh, there are several of these. There are two more real theological words. Logos is one of them. Uh, Then we're going to run into grace, charis. We'll run into that in a in a in a little bit, um, and then uh, the uh, fullness that we have toward the end of this that John likes to talk about the fullness. Uh, those are very very theological charged words, and should be, it should be. That's not a criticism; that's just an observation. But they're not carried like through the book. I'm just telling you, he's he's going to go someplace else. He. he he, the, like logos is, you know, you're, I, th- I think we hit it one more time. That's it. You know, it's not like in the rest of the book or uh, our grace that much. Go ahead, Olga.
Now you're getting in some deep water now. <laughs> I'm going with her. I'm going with her. Oh. Here's good. Hey, hey I'm, I'm going to pick up on that. I'll pick up on it too. Uh, good for you. Good for you. And John loves this stuff now. Especially when you say Adam and Eve, male and female. He, he, he loves those two. You got what? Good and evil now, which you didn't have before? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Terrence. I'm sorry? Oh, oh yeah. That, that, that's another question. Okay. That's another. Yeah. And it does. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let me see. Okay, we got, we got five. That's our first one. His being and position. We got that. He's creator, and he is with God. Okay? And his, his being is he is God himself. His effect was the created universe that we see. Okay, let's go to our uh, second point. Uh, <clears throat> he just breaks right in there and says, now we need to talk about John the Baptist. Wow. That's a, I mean, it's a, to me, it's an abrupt switch, but this is what John's writing, okay? There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, and we already, we already talked about the light that is the light of men, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light, he came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into uh, the world. There, I know. And who introduces this? John the Baptist. In the synoptics, Jesus doesn't begin his ministry till John is imprisoned. And that's when he, in the synoptics. Here, they'll be side by side for maybe just a short time, but they're going to be side by side. Ministry of Jesus, ministry of John. Okay? And the early church needed to know, by the way, every time you read about the Baptists in, in the, the book of John, he is decreasing and Jesus is increasing. You get that? Out? Yeah, thank you. Oh, uh, uh, it's hard to say. Beyond what it's kind of hard to say, to say without trying to put John down. No, we're not doing that. We're, we're just trying to figure out the gospel and what he wants to say by it, okay? And so we got these almost like they're, but every time the Baptist is mentioned in the gospel of John, every time he's mentioned, it's in he's decreasing and Jesus is increasing. And, uh, and, and so, um, and, and the early church needed this. Uh, they needed it because there are people that didn't get the memo, and they didn't know uh, 
that Jesus is the main deal and not John the Baptist. I know I wrote that down someplace. Um, I want to say Acts 17 is what I want to say, but let me let me look there and see if that's, I think it was Acts 17. No, it's not. Um, I will look that up and get back to you unless it comes across in my notes. I got them kind of scattered out all over. Okay, let's, uh, what do we do? Oh, the true light that gives light to everyone was, was coming into the world. Okay, let's go to number th- three. Jesus comes to us. He was in the world, and though the world was made by him, the world did not recognize him. Now, that's where we want to, there are people who will see Jesus, and there are people who will not. They, they, will, not, uh, they will not catch on to it. They won't recognize that he is the creator and that he has come to help them. He came to that which was his own, but his own received him not. And what's his own here? Yes, yes, yes. He is coming primarily to Israel, but what happened? They reject him. Uh, and you, you get this story over and over again uh, in the Bible, other than uh, just applied to Jesus. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. Now, the right there is the authority, yeah, yeah, the, the permission um, is, is a, it's, it's not like some kind of, I, I think the King James has a word power there. Uh, he gave the power to become the children of God. But for, for those who believe, you are the child of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. And this will, this will be uh, tough for uh, folks to understand, and you'll see this most clearly in the third chapter when we get uh, to Nicodemus, which we've already mentioned tonight, because he just can't catch it. He just can't get it, at least where we see him there. We see him later in the gospel and. Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be uh, good for us to do that. Uh, <clears throat> okay, let's uh, go, go back to that slide because I didn't go over those. He was in the world, but the world did not understand. Uh, how many of you guys like Matrix? Have you seen the movie Matrix? I mean, that's the argument of Matrix is which, which is the real world or which is the best world uh, and, and which will you choose? And uh, will, you, will you choose the truth or will you choose the lie? And uh, it's the same thing here uh, that we are asked to choose Jesus is what we're asking, his rendition, his understanding, and his teaching. Okay, uh, the world's response, not so much. Uh, most of the world missed Jesus. Uh, his authority and gift, of course, is a gift to become the children of God. Uh, let's let's move on. Let's go to the next one before before we. Oh no! Well, 
Yeah. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The, 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 the real word there is tabernacle. And it, it has a picture of that kind of Old Testament nomadic lifestyle in which Jesus comes with his tent and he, and he pitches his tent with you. He is tabernacling with us. Uh, he has come to live with us. Um, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And that, of course, is in Jesus Christ. And the, and the, and the real question there is, can God be man and can man be God? And that's the question in Jesus Christ. And we have to answer that, especially as we uh, do John, as we look into the face of Jesus. Uh, we have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. I, I heard a, a lot of preaching. Matter of fact, I preached on that text myself about the cleft of the rock and Jesus. Um, I remember preaching about that. Joan told me, he says, she, she says to me, she says, he did, you, you don't use the word clumb up on a rock, okay? I thought it was a good way to say it, but it didn't go well in the sermon, okay? And Joan said, probably ought to use better. Uh, clumb, it's a past tense for climb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably do that right away, Jerry. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, yeah, but when when Pastor preached on that the last time, I thought I had a better understanding of it. That the glory is His goodness, and I thought that was just genius and wonderful. And I'm thank God for you. That's not the only time you've done that for me, but that's one of, one of those times. And here to understand that that glory is the goodness of God full of grace and truth. And uh, that, that really helped me, helped me along in under, understanding that of, about God, that his glory is his goodness. He can let you see that, but you can't see that other stuff. It's just too much. Yeah, it, it, it just wouldn't go. Now, the only son who came from the Father full of grace and truth and uh, the word, there's that word grace, and we will not see a lot of it in the rest of the rest of the gospel, okay? But it is one of those theologically charged words, and rightly so, uh, to understand grace. And of course, the, the the person that really works on getting us to understand grace is the Apostle Paul, uh, work working on the idea of grace, but of course he's he's got it here. And, and not only does he bring us grace, full of grace, and but he brings us truth. And later on, he'll use this idea of truth uh, for himself when he, when he says, I am the truth, uh, the way, the truth, and the life. And so the truth actually gets uh, personified. The word became flesh and made us dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace 
and truth. And so you, you should find this in, as you go through the book of John, you should find this in Jesus Christ, this grace uh, that, that we all need, but, but also the truth. You, you should understand the truth in a new way. And uh, let the Holy, I know we haven't said much about the Holy Spirit up to this point, but let the Holy Spirit lead, lead you into new worlds. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, when you when you look at this, okay, uh, this is not all about knowledge. Although that that's where we work, but it's not all about knowledge. It's how the Spirit moves within us and and moves us along and and gets us those. Okay, so let's go to the next uh, next slide there. Uh, the surpassing glory and life. He is the greatest. He brings grace and truth. He brings knowledge of God the Father. John test now we're back to the the Baptist here, okay? John the Baptist. John testified concerning him. He cried out saying, this is the one I spoke about when I said, he who comes after me was surpassed, has surpassed me because he was before me. Now, again, you see he's declining and Jesus is coming forward. And, and they, they, they need to know that in the early church um, because there were groups of people that were following John the Baptist's idea and, and not Jesus. And, and they needed to do better uh, than that. And, and here uh, John is helping, helping them along. Out of his fullness, and that is the, uh, again, one of those uh, theologically, emotionally uh, charged ideas um, anyway, it is, but it's not carried through the rest of the text, okay? And so we'll have other, well, I mean, we'll have plenty to deal with over, over there, okay? Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace. And that's really a good translation, by the way. Uh, it, it sounds a little bit strange, I know, but you have grace, and then all of a sudden, what? There's a better grace. Take that one. Okay, I know, but it, it, I, but that actually is a good translation. Yeah, you have this grace to replace the old grace. Yeah, um, for the law was given through Moses; grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Oh, I, I wrestled with that when I when I was uh, first touched by the lordship of Jesus Christ. I think that's the best way to say it, is, is how do I please him? And so uh, there were, so we quit eating pork. I'm, I'm trying, okay? I'm, I'm trying. So there was a lot of weeks back there that we didn't have bacon, but I'm making up for it now. <laughs> but here, but, but you see, Moses brought that to us. And, I, and I, I'm not making fun of Moses or anything. Even now, I'm not making fun of the law. I'm making fun of myself. But, but I also wanted to say there was, a, there was a sincere effort to follow Jesus Christ. But you can't do that in the law. It, it may look a little simpler to do, but they, I, you just can't do that. You know? 
And even though grace is harder and, and truth is harder to trust, um, but again, there's our, that John wants to argue that, and he, he's going to say, his world is better than the world that you have. Whatever world you have right now, his world's better. Uh, he'll argue, okay, and, and that's what you should learn. You should learn as you go through this, okay? No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son who is himself God. Now, there he comes. There, now he said it. Now he knows. You can't see this other things without that being God, but that's fine. You know, and fine, okay. <clears throat> himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father. Um, I, I listened to uh, a Kathy, a husband's sermon on, uh, she had just one on John. I said, well, let me, let me hear that. Uh, I, I need it. I need to hear from other people, you know. And boy, the one thing he nailed was that right there, that what Jesus is trying to do is to introduce us to the Father who he is with face to face. And Jesus is trying, always trying to introduce us to the fa his Father, uh, which he sees face to face. I, th I thought he nailed that, as well as some other things in there. Uh, but that was, that was a great sermon. That was a great sermon. <clears throat> no one has ever seen God, but the only, but one and only Son who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father has made him known, and that's what he does for us in the book of John, is to make God known. If you ever uh, are concerned, what is John wanting us to get? He's wanting to let Jesus introduce us to God the Father. So you, you know your father. And uh, I, I trust that you had a good father. If you did not have a good father, I pray that you'll get one in God. Okay. And that's, that's the best I can say to you. Um, it's hard to make that up. Okay, now that will be the prologue. That will be the introduction uh, to the book. Um, one of, are, are, we, are we fairly good so far? I know. I, okay, so we... <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you got, and you actually have to learn to laugh at yourself, you know, but, but we're, you, most people are doing the best that they can where they are. Okay. They, they really are. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right about that, man. All right. Now I wanted to, to, to look at one of the, um, strange things uh, about the, the gospel of John, okay, is where, where's the ending, okay? Now, if, if, you, um, if you have your Bibles, okay, if not, um, chapter 20, and we'll be looking at uh, 30 and 31, chapter 20, 30 and 31. Here's what I want you to get out of this particular point now is that the book has two endings. I don't. Um, I don't know any of the other books of the Bible that, that has more than one ending, okay? But there's, there, excuse me, there are two endings here. 
the first ending, now if you just listen to it, you know it's an ending, all right? Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Now, can you hear that ending there? Many other things was done, but we can't record them all. But these are, these are recorded, why? That you might have life. And most of the time it comes up eternal life in the book of John, all right? That you, that you might have life. And, uh, of course, you get that through believing. Now let's turn to the, the ending as we have it in verse 25. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the world, whole world, would not have room for the books that would have been written. Can you hear that this very similar, but you have another ending? Well, you got to ask why. Well, we'll, t we'll, we'll get to that, okay? Um, and it's, it's pretty, pretty plain in the text that, you'll, that you will see that you will see why. Now, but uh, just let that be another peculiarity of John. He's not that he's he's peculiar enough along the way, but let's give him let's give him some more. Okay, okay. That will conclude for tonight, and we we did our prologue. We we should have some introduction to the book. Go ahead. Now, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. God bless, and let's close in prayer. Uh, uh, Lord, we want to thank you for this wonderful book of John and bless it to our hearts and to our lives as we move through it. Give us courage to not only uh, to uh, know the truth, but to do the truth. And so uh, help us uh, in this, we pray in Jesus' name, amen.